on 20 in a row, Wax 104.5 on a Friday morning. And holy man, it's foggy out there this morning. So do be careful. We're about 40, 41 degrees around here. A lot of folks in the 30s this morning as we'll have uh, more clouds today. But uh, fog is probably the main story this morning. Be very, very careful if you're heading out and going someplace early. I don't know how long it'll take to burn this off without any sunshine to speak of mm-hmm. today. So be very, very careful. we got a lot of chores to do on this Friday morning at Wax. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. And, boy, one thing about that fog driving up earlier this morning, that it's not foggy. It's a little bit foggy in a spot. And then all of yeah. a sudden you hit a wall. And, and there's it's thick uh, here in town. I, I almost missed this intersection. Yeah, it's the thickest I've seen it in a long, long time here in Eau Claire. And uh, if it's not so bad out in the country, good deal. But, you know, the low spots and the yep. swampy areas are going to be very, very foggy. So do be careful. But I think that's kept our temperatures up because they were talking about, uh, you know, way down. Rice Lake is 33. But uh, still, I thought in Eau Claire it would be about closer to that this morning. So it'll yep. warm up to the 60s. And by Sunday, we're going to have 70s, 78 on Tuesday. And after Saturday, with a chance of rain, we're going to get some more sunshine in 70s. So that'll be a good thing. So we'll pa- pass this first scare. I know some folks did have some frost to deal with, but uh, for the most part, uh, not. Big day today. Very important day today to remember, huh? Yeah, it really is. Everybody can tell you where they were on the morning of September 11th, 2001. Yeah, I was right here and. uh on the air, and they said, you can't believe what happened. So everybody ran to the newsroom because this is a radio station, right. not a lot of TVs around here. So we went in and watched it, and it was on the Today Show, I guess, watching it. And, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden they talked about it flying into one of these buildings, right. the World Trade Center, and we were watching it. And all yeah. of a sudden, I thought they were playing a replay. Yeah. And the second exactly. one flew in there. It was unbelievable to see that live. You know, there are very few times in 45 years in the news business that I can say that you gather around a television like that. I think there are probably three of them in my career, and that absolutely yeah. was one of them. Yeah, it really was. That was unbelievable. But a lot of people died. Yep. How many? 2,977. I want everybody to know that Bob quizzed me earlier about that. Yeah, you got pretty close. Yeah. I got really close. I said yeah. 67. But, uh, yeah, and, yeah. but uh, the one thing that uh, other fatalities in the building. But again, the firefighters and the police officers in New York that ran to the scene, 343 firefighters, 72 police officers killed, trying to figure out what was going on and to help people in that disaster. And as you mentioned, that doesn't count for how many died of, you know, lung problems and things like that afterward. Right. It's an ongoing thing. People are still suffering. Yeah, it's, uh, you know... Pearl Harbor, Kennedy assassination, yep, nine eleven, yep, absolutely. Days you won't forget. And one thing about that story, uh, we all—it's almost cliche to some extent of Mister Rogers saying, "Look for the helpers in a bad situation." And like you mentioned, the officers, the firefighters, and the police officers that day, but just people in general. What heroic things went on. Mm-hmm. Throughout all of that, and uh, I know and I went continue out there. to go on. I went out there, took my son. We went out there. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember how long it was afterward, but it was a year or two afterward to visit some friends. And we went to New York City. We went to Ground Zero, 
and even mm-hmm. walking around, and still it was a you know it was a disaster site. Still, you know, right. they hadn't cleaned it up completely yet. So you look through the that curtain that they always hang around the construction area, and look through there, and you see the devastation where the World Trade Centers were. And then you'd walk down some of the streets, you know, it's like being in a canyon with all those high right. buildings, you know, right. and it was still dust and things like that still hanging on those buildings that long afterward after rains had come and things like that 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 had a lasting effect and of course still does but uh, it was very impactful to have uh, an attack on our ground that's right and uh you know the plane that went down in pennsylvania as yeah. part of that all we forget that's easy to forget uh, that plane and uh, the one that, that hit the Pentagon. The, that one was headed for the White House. That's right. And uh, the heroics that went on there and the words, let's roll, yeah. Um, yeah. with the people uh, uh, taking that plane over. Yeah. Uh, give me goosebumps. Yeah, it really does. It's yep. uh, a day those of us that were old enough to remember will never forget. That is for sure one of those days. It's like the Kennedy assassination. I was in high school at the time, barely into high school, but uh, boy... Some things you just don't forget. Well, today is a, a big day for farmers. Coronavirus Food Assistance Program, the last day to sign up for round one. We'll talk about the possibility of round two. Big report coming out today about crops. Mm-hmm. Lots to talk about this morning. It's a Friday morning at Wax, and we're about 40, 41 degrees right now. Get up to about 63. It'll be cloudy, but a lot of fog out there, so be careful of that this morning. This morning, so be careful. We're about 40 degrees if you're farther north. It's colder. Rice Lake's 33 this morning. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some of the news of the morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump is calling on Michigan to help keep him in the White House. On November 3rd, Michigan, you better vote for me. I got you so many damn car plants. Speaking to supporters in Freeland, Trump joked he'd be angry with Michigan if he didn't beat Joe Biden in that battleground state. Trump also took a shot at Governor Gretchen Whitmer. He said the crowd needs to convince the governor to open up the state and get the economy going again. At least 23 people are dead amid the massive wildfires burning millions of acres across more than a dozen western states. Thousands of firefighters worked to get a hand on some of the blazes Thursday as hundreds of thousands of people have been forced to evacuate. In Oregon alone, more than 500,000 people have had to flee their homes. That's over 10% of the state's entire population. Meanwhile, in California, where the majority of the deaths have occurred, dozens of people are missing and hundreds of homes are feared lost. Dr. Deborah Burks is asking those who are close with friends and family for Labor Day to get tested for coronavirus. Speaking at the University of South Carolina, Burks says you can't tell who's got the coronavirus, even loved ones that you think couldn't have it. She noted people's nature is to be around others and to socialize, but Burke asked everybody to socialize smart. The White House Coronavirus Task Force coordinator added a lot of asymptomatic spread is happening in families. Four Houston police officers are out of a job following a deadly shooting. Body camera footage was released of an April 21st incident where 27-year-old Nicholas Chavez was taken down by multiple methods, including a taser and beanbags. While Chavez was on the ground, officers shot him 21 times. Police Chief Art Acevedo says Chavez was armed with a metal object and was warned before tactics were used. But the gunfire that killed him was not objectively reasonable. And actress Nev Campbell is coming back for Scream 5. She confirmed the news on Instagram, saying she's excited to play Sidney Prescott again. Filming starts later this fall. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Who's that? I don't know. 
I don't know. He puts that on the news and never said a word about uh, 9-11. Yep, well. Well, uh, yep. I guess that's why our modern world. <laughs> All right, we're almost three minutes after 5 o'clock. We're going to tell you about the foggy weather this morning and a whole lot more as we're about 40 degrees right now. Looking for the best prices for your livestock? Then Terrain Livestock Market is the place to take them. Terrain Livestock is conveniently located a mile and a half north of Thorpe on Highway 73 with sales every Monday and Wednesday. Terrain Livestock Market features a clean, modern facility and, for your convenience, a drive through area. For more information, call 715-669-7127. Terrain Livestock Market, striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking seminars? And they said only $49.99 and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went. And guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof, and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain. Because of coronavirus, seminar now online live with America's hypnotist Mark Patrick in the comfort and safety of your living room. Live online seminar for the Eau Claire area will be held live September 16th and 19th. Register now, only $49.99 guaranteed at markpatrickseminars.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, weather, it's an F word this morning. Fog, so be careful. Although I think it might be worse in Eau Claire than it is in some places in the country. But still, be careful. You could hit a wall of fog at any time. But where it's thick, you can't see 100 yards in front of you. So do be careful. Otherwise, kind of a cloudy day today with 63 tonight. It's going to be uh, continue to be cloudy and chances some rain as we get into Saturday. High tomorrow, about 65 after a high of 63 today. Then back into the 70s on Sunday. Partly cloudy day on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we're going to see some sunshine as we get into Sunday through the middle of next week. And temperatures in the 70s, the warmest looks like it'll be Tuesday, about 78. Right now, Rice Lake is uh, one of the cool spots at 33 degrees. We've got Marshfield at 39, Wausau at 38, Green Bay also at 38, Madison Sun Prairie 52. It's 58 in Milwaukee this morning. Lacrosse is checking in at 53, and here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, again, fog out there this morning, 41 degrees, and we've got more numbers to take a look at. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Most people know that Mr. Clean Magic Eraser removes crayon and scuff marks from walls. But did you know it even cleans tough kitchen and bathroom messes that are sometimes tough to tackle? Just wet, squeeze, and erase. Gray soap scum on your bathtub. Erase cloudy hard water spots in your shower. Erase burnt-on stovetop messes. 
So for all your tough kitchen and bathroom messes, try Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Here it is time on a Friday morning in Wax. Take a look at our early morning markets, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And Scott, as always, let's start with the cash livestock. Fed beef steers and fed beef heifers are at 95 to 102 and a half. Choice and prime fed Holstein steers are at 83 and three quarters to 94 with select 71 to 83. Cows are at 42 to 70. Bulls 69 to 92 and a half. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 32 to 45. Sows 15 to 19. Boars 5 to 9. New crop new crop market lambs are at 133 to 192 no test on the old crop lambs and feeder lambs are at 155 to 195 and at the mercantile exchange livestock futures were all higher in the trade yesterday october live cattle 10510 at the close that was up 40 cents december 10942 up 27 february 11405 up 62 in the april at 11675 up 82 Feeder cattle for October, one thirty nine sixty up a dollar thirty five. November feeders one forty forty up one forty five. January one thirty eight eighty two up a dollar eighty. And March at one thirty eight sixty up a dollar eighty five. Lean hog carcass contracts, they were higher as well. October closed sixty four thirty seven up three dollars. December sixty two eighty five also up three dollars. February sixty seven forty up three dollars. April at seventy one thirty. Up to 67. Board of Trade overnight, the markets were a little higher, I guess we could say, after a higher day yesterday, talking about uh, some storm damage to the corn crop in China, some exports, and of course, we got a crop report coming out later on today. December corn overnight, up another three cents at 368. The oats down a fraction at 272. December wheat up two to three at 551. November soybeans up another eight cents overnight at nine eighty five. October meal up two eighty a ton at three hundred fifteen dollars and fifty cents. Dairy markets uh, not all that great. Barrel cheese down four and a half to one sixty three. The blocks down three quarters to two fifteen. Double A butter down one and three quarters to one forty eight and a quarter. September class three down a dime at sixteen fifty two. October up fifteen at eighteen sixty three. November up two at seventeen twenty seven. December unchanged sixteen forty eight. January down a penny at sixteen ten. That's what the markets overnight look like as we get into the the morning trade later on this morning. Coming up on ten minutes after five o'clock. And again, we'll just remind you if you're just getting the radio flipped on and uh, you're getting ready to head out somewhere, could be pretty foggy where you're at and where you're headed. So be careful this morning. I'm here to translate for a beautiful golden retriever Labrador mix named Maggie. She's adopted. (coughs) That means hello. Anyway, Maggie wants to tell you about Bob's for Dogs shoes from Skechers. (coughs) Maggie says that for every pair of Bob's sold, Skechers will make a donation to the Petco Foundation. (coughs) And that they've already saved over one million sheltered pets, including dogs. And cats. Ooh, she doesn't like cats. Anyway, Maggie says that bobs come in a variety of cute styles, from sandals and slip-ons to what else? Oh, right, lace-ups and wedges. Plus, they've got Skechers' exclusive memory foam for lasting comfort. And now you can find bobs for dogs at over 500 Petco stores nationwide and other fine retailers. 
so you can look cute and help save sheltered pets. Is that everything, Maggie? Oh, she wants to do her cat impression. Go ahead, we're listening. That's pretty good. Bob's for Dogs from Skechers. Available at Petco, Skechers, and wherever stylish shoes are sold. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 41 degrees right now, 63 today. Foggy this morning. Chance of rain later on tonight and into tomorrow. And then we'll see some sunshine for three, four days. Blue lights flashing in my rear view. Minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got uh, farm news to take a look at. We'll take a look at the calendar of events. There are some things coming up around the area. We'll have uh, some of those to talk about, which reminds me, if you've got an event coming up, send Scott and I an email and a notice, and uh, we'll mention it on the air because uh, there are there are some things happening outside where you can socially distance and be careful. All right, we've got some farm news coming up. On Wax, we've got 41 degrees and fog. Farm news brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's take a look, courtesy of Doomer's Elevators and Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Some of our farm news this morning. Scott, what's going on? Well, that September crop report's coming out later this morning. We'll be talking about that in a little while, but first, it's almost a done deal. That second coronavirus food assistance program, that is. Last Friday, the details of the program were sent from the USDA to Office of Management and Budget for review. The new program would cover farmers' losses from April 15th through the end of the year and would have about $14 billion to cover those losses. Observers say the OMB isn't likely to make any significant changes to that program and should be okay with uh, the plan soon. Sign up for the first coronavirus food assistance program ends today at County Farm Service Agency offices. That program covers over 160 farm commodities and has $16 billion to send to farmers around the country. So far, the USDA has sent only about $10 billion of that total. Hey, if you're a hemp, a hemp grower, be careful with that crop. A Vermont hemp grower lost his entire crop earlier this week to thieves. 
Police say a group of thieves got into the field that was marked as hemp and sheared off and stole the entire crop, amounting to about 500 pounds of hemp. Officials valued the crop at $6,000. State rules in Vermont will make it hard for the thieves to sell the plants, but it should make for a high time this weekend for somebody. So if you're going to Vermont, look for a party or just look for the smoke, I guess. But uh, how... I mean, uh, you get up in the morning and you look out your hemp field, yeah. and it's gone. I mean, yeah. like somebody came in there and with a chopper. It's just unbelievable. Absolutely, that's a horrible thing. And boy, the guys I know who are raising hemp, it's uh, they really put an effort into oh, that absolutely. growth. Absolutely, absolutely, trying to make that a successful enterprise. So, yeah, be careful. But you know, they've got it signed uh, on the road, so. You know, yep. even idiots that don't know corn from soybeans, if you got it signed as hemp, they say, oh, hey, there we go. Yeah. Good weekend. <laughs> Let's get after it. So, obviously, uh, hey. it was a problem. Hey, something else we want to pass along. The Wisconsin Agricultural Youth Council members have been announced. This is something the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection has wanted to put together to get young people's insight into agriculture and what they see as needs for the future, career opportunities, and uh, take a look at uh, how are some of our programs we're putting in place affecting you as you see your future in agriculture. And it's quite a group. It must be, oh, 20 people or so, 20 young people. And from our area, Haley Bukema from New Richmond, Kendra Goplin from Osseo, Adair McSwain from Hudson, and Lauren Thompson from Woodville. And, I mean, they're from all over the state. They're from up in Drummond and down Windsor and the Madison area and Columbus, Sussex, uh, all over the place. So they will have a one-year term on that uh, on that communications counselor, youth council, actually, and uh, they'll be having meetings. I would assume they'll be mostly virtual meetings now. But again, congratulations for those young people for being selected and for wanting to get involved. That's a good thing. So congratulations to those young people. Coming up, the Dairy Innovation Hub. That's a dairy innovation program between the Colleges of Agriculture at Platteville, River Falls, and Madison. We'll hear how that's going next right here on Wax. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure from snow and storm. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Building. Winter will be here soon, and if you need a post-frame building, now's the time to get your site ready. Northland Buildings have a 50-year snow load warranty for your peace of mind, and they build all year long. Need an agricultural building, garage, or storage building? Well, their friendly, experienced sales reps will help you from start to finish. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com. Northland has been building the Midwest since 1994. Get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. 
For those who work in acres, not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Wisconsin officials know the importance of dairy in Wisconsin. It has been the hallmark of Wisconsin. Just look at our license plates. Bob Bosold here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And state officials have stepped up with a lot of money, many millions of dollars over the next few years for the Dairy Innovation Hub, which will cover all three of our major colleges in Wisconsin that have schools of agriculture. And, and Pam, this is a pretty aggressive project for the next few years, isn't it? Absolutely, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And we hope that it's going to be a long-term play. That's uh, one of the conversation pieces I had with Mitch Brunig. Now, Mitch is a dairy producer himself from just north of Madison in Roxbury, Mystic uh, Valley Farms. And he is also the current chair of the Dairy Innovation Hub Committee that's trying to keep campuses coordinated, keep the message going on why the Dairy Innovation Hub is so important for Wisconsin agriculture. But you can imagine, in light of the financial pressure at the state capitol on trying to maintain support regarding COVID-19, but also maintain responsibility as far as the fiscal budget, Dairy Innovation Hub could come under some strong scrutiny. I talked with Mitch and asked him to give me a little bit of an update on what's been happening with the hub innovation projects despite COVID-19 and uh, all the changes in protocol. Um, you know, so it, it's uh, been moving forward. The um, different universities have been doing a lot of collaborating and getting their, you know, sort of ducks in a row about, you know, what research they're going to do. And, and then they've actually, you know, done some uh, calls out for, PhD or uh, postdoc students. Um, I know at the University of Wisconsin Madison that they have funded uh, six short-term high-impact projects that are now the research has already started. And uh, at Platteville, they've hired two new faculty members that are getting ready to hit the ground running. And River Falls is is also doing some stuff where they are uh, bringing in some. I think they're making a couple of facility adjustments that are going to allow them to do a lot more research, and then they're getting ready to to hire the people to do the research. So there's just uh, kind of behind the scenes, there's a lot of uh, calls out there and a lot of moving parts that seem to all be moving in the right direction. Good, good. Now, let's make sure the audience is clear. When they hear Dairy Innovation Hub, I'm afraid many of them think it's about generating more milk in Wisconsin. That is completely opposite of what the goal really is for this group. Tell us, as a dairy producer yourself, where you hold your hope for the Dairy Innovation Hub and maybe what you've already been hearing as far as product development, et cetera. Yeah, so, you know, as the Dairy Innovation Hub was in its, you know, development stage, when we took a step back, we said, you know, we're not here to produce another pound of milk. We want to, you know, look at, you know, how the dairy industry affects the state of Wisconsin and, and you know, the world in general. And so we kind of made some buckets, and we, we talked about, you know, stewarding land and water resources. There's a lot of talk about, you know, water quality in Wisconsin. I think it's the year of water. And what can the dairy industry do to come forward and, and you know, not only be a leader in that uh, research and new technologies, but, you know, kind of turn that arrow around instead of being the blame being part of the solution so that that's one place um and then ensuring animal health and welfare there's a lot of you know discussion about 
how animals are raised, what barns look like, how calves are raised, and there's this whole breadth of, of issues and the farm program for, for dairy producers to follow. And, and let's take some key components of that that are maybe a little controversial or maybe need some more work, and let's invest some dollars into to figuring out, you know, not this is the only way, but let's develop some best management practices that have some science behind it. And, you know, with the COVID thing going on, we always talk about we got to trust the science. Well, in the dairy industry, we got to trust the science, too. And, and let's, let's let these researchers do some great work and figure out, you know, what's the best possible way to, to do some of the things we're doing. Um, and then two other things that I think are really important for sort of the greater good of Wisconsin, um, you know, growing farm businesses and communities. What do these real communities look like uh, five years from now, ten years from now, with agriculture and, and roads and the communities and the schools? And let's really take a look at just the impact that these dairy farms have on those rural communities and let's figure out how to keep them both thriving. And then finally, the last one is human health and nutrition. And, you know, can we develop a product that's part of the waste stream or part of way or part of one of those things that in return ends up being something that moves human health forward? Can we find a vaccine that we can deliver through milk or something like that? And and so you take those four buckets and none of those buckets said we're going to produce another pound of milk. It's it's all about doing better with what we have today. Now, those are pretty lofty ideas uh, to come up with, and I agree with all of them as far as uh, use of milk. What have you been hearing initially from researchers, from the deans of the colleges, Mitch? Are they getting some traction on these ideas? Granted, it's not yet a year in, but do you feel good about being able to attain some of these? Yeah, I think one of the things that, again, as we were doing the planning for this this hub, we, we kind of looked at some different uh, models. There was a really good one um, out of North Carolina, the textile industry. I guess if we think about the textile industry, there's a consortium that works in in North Carolina with a lot of research between the universities, and it's it's about collaboration. And could we take that model and bring it back to the university system and, and allow it to sort of be this central hub of we're going to do research, you know, maybe in computer science, maybe in a different, but it's all going to come back to be part of the dairy industry. There's a lot of really good research people out there that could research on dairy, and they just they just need to be directed into that spot. And I think that's what the, the hub has allowed us to do. And, and I think, for me, one of the things that is kind of eye-opening, the, the schools of agriculture – were doing a great job, but they all lived in their little bubble. And Platteville was doing Platteville things, and River Falls was doing River Falls things, and uh, UW-Madison was doing UW-Madison things. And and we have the deans of those College of Ag now talking to each other on a regular basis about this is what we're going to do, this is what I'm going to do, and could we somehow get a synergy between those two things and build on those projects, or maybe there's a student at a different school who, when they get their master's degree, maybe are going to come to Madison and, and do the Ph.D. research there. But but we've opened up that line of communication that I think before everybody was in a silo, and we just didn't have great communication. So to me, that's one of the biggest breakthroughs right out of the gate. And again, that's Mitch Bruning, 
who's a dairy farmer and very involved in all these things, and uh, we'll have to get over. And I did when this first came out, I went over and talked to Dean Dale Gallenberg over at River Falls College of Food and Environmental Sciences. We'll have to get over there now and yeah. see if they're, you know, how they're ramping the hub up in uh, the River Falls scene over there. So we'll we'll catch up with that, but uh, pretty good deal. All right, we've got some uh, local news to get to before we get to the weather. About 29 minutes after 5 here at Wax. The Felons family is also excited to announce Felons Excavation. If you need a new driveway, basement, or ditching, Felons Excavation are the people to call. With over 25 years of experience, we are here for all your dirt moving needs from start to finish. Give Chuck a call at 715-773-0003. Again, that's Chuck with Felons Excavation, 715-773-0003. Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar February 6, 2019. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's weight loss seminar. She lost 18 pounds, and I lost 43 in eight weeks. It's true. He smoked two packs a day, and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, Crazy. Enjoying exercising? Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis really works? It's amazing. I can breathe again, my blood pressure went down, and I've got so much energy. So much energy. And look great. Your habits are out of control. With hypnosis, create new healthy habits. Join America's hypnotist Mark Patrick live, online, interactive weight loss or stop smoking hypnosis seminar, only $49.99 for the Eau Claire area, held live September 16th and 19th in the comfort and safety of your own home. Go to MarkPatrickSeminars.com and register now. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. You ever hypnotized? No. Well, I shouldn't say that. You know, my wife, when she used oh, to look don't into give my me eyes, that. and you know. No. no, I never have. They Mom, used to my... have that guy that yeah. would come to the FFA convention. Right. I can't think of his name, but he'd get some teachers and students up there and right. even once in a while, some administrators or principals would volunteer to go up there. And yeah. not everybody, of course, would be hypnotized. But of the ones that were, it was oh, funny. Oh, and boy. I was afraid to go up there because I thought about that time, exactly. I, I will fall under the spell. Yep. I did see my, my son in one of those programs. They, the hypnotist had him in the middle of the auditorium jump up. When he said a key word and yell out, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. And I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah. These guys, uh, they can they can make yep. it work. So, again, yep. if uh, if you were hypnotized at one of these things and, and, you know, you went tomorrow and you wanted to do, what would you, uh, what would you want them to, you know, because yeah, you don't smoke, but uh, what do you want to do? Well, I'd like to be able to sing a song nicely. I, I, well, can't, I can't sing. Well, I can't either, but I think he's got to be within re- reason, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It I mean, I'd to like, to, I'd like to, uh, and I, you know, I dearly love sweets and chocolates. I'd love to be able to back off of some of that, but, yeah. boy, it's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. One of the, well, you know, I, it, I tempts me, you. it tempts me once in a while to sign up and see if that would work. I, I, I'm. This is dangerous to say because sure enough, somebody's going to send me an email or something with it on. I I hate snakes, They're just snakes. And well, I if I want to be hypnotized and maybe have that aversion to snakes taken away. Yeah, but I was just reading an article about a uh, famous herp- herpologist or herpetologist, uh, snake people, 
a woman, and uh, she was one of the preeminent in the world. I don't know where I read it, but she must have just died or something. But uh, mm-hmm. she got killed because a snake bit her, <laughs> rattlesnake. She, she? Because she wasn't afraid of them. She thought she could, you know, calm them and this, that, and the other thing. Well, she mm-hmm. got one that wasn't calm. So that's not an aversion I think I would, uh, great, I would go for. Great it. movie quote. Why snakes? Anything but snakes. Yeah, really. Anything. <laughs> hey, we don't have time for your news right now. You no. talk too much. What? I, uh, <laughs> calendar quick, because there are a few things uh, going on this weekend around the area. I know it's right away tomorrow in Lublin there's something going on. Oh, absolutely. At Lublin, they have their big tractor pull tomorrow that starts at 10 a.m. Uh, with weigh-in registration and weigh-in, and the poll starts at noon. That's put on by the Lublin American Legion Post 547, a great annual event. And that another round of the big food shindig, fair or the fair food shindig, is going on at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds this weekend, and that's noon to 8 p.m., and that also has a car show going with it. And speaking of car shows... I think you're going over to this even. The Loyal Car Show is coming up at the Loyal City parking lot on Sunday. And uh, the Chevy Corvair is the featured car there. And I assume maybe the Dominies and Look Boys had something to do with picking that car. Yeah, and they're going to have the American Legion, of which you're a part of. Yep. And uh, they'll have a hamburger stand and they'll have some... Morning beverages, Bloody Marys. More, they told me they got morning old-fashions, whatever that is. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so there are some things going on this weekend. So get out and enjoy it. Get out in the fresh air. But, uh, again, socially distanced. Don't see somebody you haven't seen for a while. Go up and give them a big kiss on the lips. That's not too smart. That happens with some of my buddies yeah. over there oh, all the I'm time. Oh, I'm sure they will. That's for sure. <laughs> in Loyal, anything can happen. All right, we've got to check our weather. It's getting that time. Tyler's or Tucker rather is over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Tucker. Good morning. Getting better, hi, huh, after today, but it's thick out there this morning, that fog. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, definitely a morning to take it a bit slower. So, how slow should we take it? We're not going to have any sun today. It doesn't sound like to burn it off either. Well, we'll actually get into the sun, so don't worry. Oh, Th- good. Yeah, things will get better, but uh, for a short time, because as soon as the sun comes in, uh, what we're going to see is, again, that fog leave, but then the clouds come back in too quickly. So as we get into the afternoon, likely uh, in the Eau Claire area, I'm thinking between about 1 and 3, those skies will go from mostly sunny to mostly cloudy. And then as we get into the evening and overnight, showers, actually, I should say, a steady rain is expected. So that'll take us into tomorrow, likely through the morning that rain will fall. And then as we get into the afternoon, more shower activity, but we could also see more sun as well. So if you have plans for the weekend and they fall on Saturday, uh, push them back if you can. Sunday, though, looking beautiful, mostly sunny. Temperatures get into the low 70s once again. And next week, we're going to continue to feel a little bit more like the beginning weeks of September as skies are going to remain sunny pretty much through next Thursday. And temperatures are going to stay in that range of about Uh, 72 to about 78, and in fact, we could, I don't want to say it yet, but we could possibly reach 80 next Tuesday if we are lucky. But uh, again, a good amount of rain tonight. I'm expecting most areas to pick up somewhere between about three-quarters of an inch to perhaps even a little bit over an inch, so uh, helping to fill that rainfall deficit we saw towards the end of August. 
It's currently 41 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Skyward 13 meteorologist Tucker Antico. So how much is going to cool off tonight with the clouds and stuff? I can't imagine it's going to get this cold as it is now. No, not at all. Actually, lows tonight are likely to stay in the mid-50s, so oh, a big good. difference, yeah. Oh, great. Hey, Tucker, have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Have there he goes. Weekend. You bet. Tucker Antico over there at Skywarn 13 this morning with that weather forecast. Not too bad after we get through, what, about noon tomorrow? Weather brought to you by Pioneer. Where has the Pioneer Audio Tour taken me today? I'm in Coddington County, South Dakota. I'm walking with Pioneer farmer Greg Willis. I'm here because Greg is dealing with some sort of fungal disease in his cornfield and I'm going to identify it. I'm not a farmer, and I don't have a degree in agronomy, but I do have the Pioneer Seeds app and the Thread ID feature that comes with it. Uh, this is a new tool from Pioneer. All you have to do is take a photo of your crop. The image recognition technology will do the rest, and it puts the expertise of Pioneer agronomists in the palm of your hand. I'm gonna take a pick here, and the results are in. Gray leaf spot. Hopefully that means something to you, Greg, because it's way beyond my pay scale. The Pioneer Seeds app. Another thing that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 on a Friday morning at Wax. We've got markets to get to. We'll talk to Brent on our countryside program. But uh, first, some of the local news, Scott. What's going on? Bruce School District officials said a late bus for athletics was involved in a fatality crash last evening at County Road D and Highway 40 in Sawyer County. With The Wisconsin State Patrol said the crash happened just before 7 p.m. near the village of Exland and it closed traffic both ways on Highway 40. The school district said four students on the bus were medically evaluated and are under parent or guardian care, and the bus driver was taken to a local hospital. The driver of the other vehicle died. Eau Claire business owners say they're watching the city's coronavirus numbers very carefully. At least half of the 200 positive coronavirus tests this week in the city are for, in the county are from UW Eau Claire. The Eau Claire Area Chamber of Commerce CEO David Miner said the best thing local businesses can do is to clean and ask customers to wear their masks. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported more than 1,500 new positive coronavirus tests. DHS officials said a quarter of all positive tests in the state are in people between 18 and 24. The DHS's numbers show that all other age groups are seeing fewer people testing positive, but just over 300 people are in the hospital with the virus. 93 are in state intensive care units, and the death toll in Wisconsin right now because of coronavirus is 1,193. The Wisconsin Supreme Court yesterday ordered local clerks to not mail ballots until the justices decide whether the Green Party should be added to the November ballot. The Wisconsin Election Commission split on that question because of a technicality on the party's nominating paperwork. The Election Commission said nearly 400,000 ballots could already be in the mail. The deadline to mail all absentee ballots in the state is next Thursday. 
a couple of doctors, some local school leaders, and some people with ties to the League of Women Voters are all part of Governor Evers' People's Map Commission. The governor yesterday named nine people to lead that panel. The governor wants nine, the nine people to draw the state's next political uh, maps as opposed to state lawmakers doing it. He said the People's Map Commission can draw a fair map, and people and the legislators in Madison say the state constitution is clear that they have the power to draw that map, and that's a foggy issue like this morning's weather. Flags across the state are flying at half-mast today to mark the 19th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Governor Evers issued that order yesterday on all state buildings. The flags will stay at half-mast until at least sundown. And, Bob, driving down the roads the last few days here reminded me what's coming up on Sunday. It's Packers time, and you know why I got... What what that reminder is? What I love this time of year when the soybeans are starting to turn gold. Oh yeah, and they you are. You get that yep. green and gold mix out yep. in the fields. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're starting. To, hey, quickly though, flying your flag. People are flying flags more so than they ever have. Right. A lot of them have American flag and the Trump flag under it or right. next to it or whatever. But I see them flying in the rain. I see them flying at night. And that's not the way you're supposed to fly a flag, is it? Yeah, the flag code says things about you shouldn't be flying it in inclement weather or in darkness. Unless you've got a light light on on it. it. You've got it lit up overnight. That's right. Yeah, so take, you know, if you want to leave the Trump flag up overnight, that's fine. But take your uh, American flag down at night. If you don't have it lit up or, you know, we get to rain, which we're supposed to have. Later tonight and into tomorrow morning. So, again, but, uh, yeah, fly the flag, fly it right. All right, let's go to markets. Where do you want to go first? Let's go over to Altoona to hear the latest from Mark Koger at the Equity Altoona Barn. The Slaughter Cattle Division, your fed steers, the high-yielding choice of prime Holstein steers, 89 to 94. We topped at 95. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 88. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows on Thursday. Selling from 58 to 63, we topped at 65 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 40 to 58, with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 80 to 92, thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls, all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves on Thursday weighing 95 pounds and up, selling from 50 to $120 per head, with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 75 to $175 per head. Quick reminder, special feeder sale here on Friday, the 11th of September. For more information on that sale, give us a call here at the market at 715-835-3104 or go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignment. Now, this is Mark Coger from the Equidale to Auction Market. Have a good day. Thank you, Mark. You have a good day, too. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn and wrap up the week. Good morning, Jerry Fitzgerald. How are you? Well, good morning to you, Bob and Scott. We are doing good. It's a nice morning, a little chilly, but, uh, uh, well, the weather forecast looks pretty good for today. Sun coming up, and, man, are we going to be able to stand the 60s? <laughs> yeah, holy man. Is it foggy out your place? I don't know. I didn't. I don't uh, do as much traffic. You can't, you yet, can't see then... out the window, so you don't know. It's <laughs> dark. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, but no, I was out before for a little bit, and it's. Uh, but I mean, uh, the the clouds are not here because obviously the stars are out. Oh, good. Stars. Okay. Well, then you probably don't have much fog. We got fog over in this part of the countryside. Well, wrap up the week over there at Stratford, Jer. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you. 
And a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, this past week here at Equity Stratford. On the cow market, on a steady trend yesterday, uh, higher yielding, fresher, fleshy utility type cows yesterday, selling from 61 to 67. Uh, most of the cows uh, this week and on yesterday's auction, your average dairy cows, 45 to 60. Thin cows, like carcass cows, those are below 45. On the bull trade uh, this week, your better quality bulls were selling between 82 up to 94. Lighter weight bulls below 80. On the fat cattle trade on the close here, choice grading Holstein steers mostly from 82 to 92. Select grading cattle under finished cattle, $80 and below. Now on the calf market, good quality, 95 to 130-pound Holstein bull calves, uh, 70 to 135, uh, up to 145. Heifer calves, again, have a uh, pretty tough sell, very limited demand, $50 and below. Beef calves continue to be good demand on those good quality beef selling from a dollar to two thirty, and just want to take a peek ahead at the uh, sales schedule here next week at Equity Stratford. Back to the normal four day a week schedule. Uh, so again, uh, we'll kick things off next week on Monday uh, with the market auction. Our next hay sale will be on Tuesday, and as part of that hay sale, we do have small squares already in the consignment list for that hay sale. So I know folks are a lot of round bales and big squares out there, but a lot of folks looking for small squares. So we'll have. Uh, We'll have some of those for you next Tuesday as part of the hay sale. Also next Tuesday, dairy sale in Stratford. Our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday uh, at noon. So, again, uh, all this information, upcoming sales and consignments on our uh, website, Equity Co-op, click on the page. And uh, if you got any questions, 715-687-4101 is our phone number. So, Bob, uh, we've wrapped up the week here. Uh, you you guys enjoy the weekend, and uh, I guess chance of rain for tonight and tomorrow, but uh, Sunday looks pretty good. So, I guess, uh, and warmer temperatures, and did I hear that gentleman talk about 80 degrees? Yeah, mighty 80 on Tuesday in a few places. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not over yet. We've still got some nice weather ahead. That is, uh, that's always the way it works. Hey, have a good weekend, Jerry. We'll work with you next week. You guys, too, and thank you much. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn this morning. Hi, my name is Lacey. I'm the web designer here at Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. We have a very user-friendly website that has the information you need and countless pictures to make buying the best trailer at the best price as easy as possible. Our enclosed and used inventory pages are updated throughout the week. Check them out at Pete'sTrailerSales.com. Our trailers do move fast, so if you see something you like, give us a call right away at 715-234-1993. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Smith Funeral Chapel, family owned and operated since 1956. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's take a look at our markets, the rest of our markets this morning. And uh, overnight, a little higher. Storm damage for the corn in China. Exports are up. And also that crop report coming out today expected to show smaller crops. In August, they were over 15 billion bushels for the corn. Now it's down to about 14.8, it looks like, with a derecho and some dry weather in August. And also soybeans going to be down a little bit as well. 4.3 billion bushels, a slight drop from the 4.42 billion of last month. That'll be out about 11 o'clock. With that in mind, December corn this morning up 3 at 368. The oats down a fraction of 272. November beans up 8 
985 a bushel this morning. October meal up 280 a ton at 315.50, and December wheat up two to three cents at 551. Country elevator prices: Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Corn at those places today, 310. Soybeans at 948. DTN screen has Golden Plump Corn this morning at 318. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, 310 with the beans at 927. Soybeans over at Stevens Point, 916 a bushel. Out at Elk Mound, you get 312 for the corn, 933 on the beans. Down at Sparta, 319 for the corn, 923 for the beans. Ellsworth is 302 and 927. Ethanol plants at Boyceville Corns, 324. Stanley, 320. New Richmond Grain Facility at 310. Barrel cheese down four and a half at a dollar sixty-three. The blocks down three quarters to two fifteen. Butter down one and three quarters, one forty-eight and a quarter. September class three down a dime at sixteen fifty-two. October up fifteen, eighteen sixty-three. November up two at seventeen twenty-seven. December unchanged, sixteen forty-eight. January down a penny yesterday at sixteen ten. Countryside Cooperative, creative solutions, exceptional value. Farmers know many moving parts need to be in place to get the best quality silage at harvest. Countryside Cooperative's agronomists offer tips to help your silage harvest strategy. Prep your equipment. Don't wait until the last minute to get your equipment ready for harvest. Stay on top of moisture checks. Harvesting the crop at proper moisture based on your storage preferences is a key factor in determining forage quality. Technology tools, including the R7 field monitoring tool, can help you identify when fields may be suitable to begin moisture checks. Make timely cuts. When you've determined that moisture is appropriate for chopping silage, don't delay getting into the field. Fine-tune bunker management. Proper silage storage is critical to maintaining the quality and nutritional value of your crop. Talk with your countryside agronomist and feed specialist to assist in getting the highest quality forage. Call Countryside at 800-236-7585 or visit Countryside Again, this Friday morning on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program, Brent Wink joins us. And uh, Brent, we all know the weather's cooled off a whole lot. Have you uh, had any field days and you had to wear jackets this week if you did? Wow, Bob, what a difference a week can make. And actually, yeah, last Friday after the radio show, we had a Beautiful field day, plot day down at uh, John Sandobox down in Wamadi. And obviously that day was phenomenal. And most of the weekend, obviously, as we all know, was really good. But this week we did have some field days. Tuesday I had a, a private tour with a few growers out at the Menominee Answer Plot. And then actually Wednesday we took that training from the plot indoors just because of the temperatures and the threat of rain. So kind of a week that uh, really showed Mother Nature can kind of drop the temperature on us quite a bit. But I, I didn't break out my long underwear, Bob. I was able to kind of maintain that because I didn't want to have to start wearing them for the rest of the fall. So, But you know where they are. They, <laughs> I definitely moved them up to that drawer, so <laughs> we, we know where things are at. But, yeah, what, what, a, what a difference. But, again, we had some, some great field days this week. You know, last Friday down in Wamandy, looking at that stage of the crop, starting to do some yield estimates and things on corn, a lot of varieties, 200-plus bushel in there with, with hand checks that we were doing, and just a beautiful progressing crop. Uh, myself and then Matt Carls, the Bravant seed rep, was down there. That's kind of a, <clears throat> a different name people aren't used to hearing, but 
the seed corn company Mycogen, that that brand name went away, and uh, there's still a lot of the same genetics, but the new company is called Bravant. So people are kind of seeing some of those seed signs around. That's one of the brands that Countryside Co-op sells and, and other co-ops in the area are selling. They still have a lot of the, the BMR corn silages and a lot of the things that we're used to. But from a grain corn standpoint, it's been a complete overhaul over this last year with a lot of new genetics, a lot of new traits to their company uh, after they merged with DuPont and formed Corteva AgroSciences. So uh, Bravant really gives the co-op an, another brand with some real strong grain corn genetics. So we are showcasing some of those as well down in that plot in Wamandy and then also in our, in our plot at Menominee. So, you know, as this corn crop is progressing, most of the corn still hasn't reached black layer. And, you know, when we talk about black layer, we, you know, people here is talking about milk line and black layer. Uh, milk line, as that starch line is kind of progressing down the kernel toward the tip, uh, Black layer really happens when some of those placental cells in the kernel start dying. They, they darken and they create a barrier down at the tip of that kernel. Once that happens, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's blocking any photosynthate movement uh, that really is physiological maturity of that kernel. So we're still not quite there for most of it, but we're, we're really not that far off with some of the varieties. So. Hopefully the, the weather can kind of straighten back out this next week because I know corn silage kind of got interrupted. You know, we are starting to see some of these kernels get a little harder than we'd like to see for corn silage, but certainly the, the whole plant moisture is still uh, decent moisture for putting up good quality corn silage. So I think that'll continue to be the focus this next week. We're going to really see corn silage ramping up and uh, and taking off in a lot of areas. So. Are your field days, uh, field plot days over for the year? Yeah, for the most part they are. Like I said, we're you know, just some private tours off and on, and but uh, you know, pretty quick those crops are going to start coming off even in the answer plots. So all the scheduled field days, uh, actually I have one left today on Friday over in uh, Minnesota at the Santiago answer plot. But for the most part, they're all uh, wrapped up for the year. Thank you, Brent. All wrapped up for the year. Now it's on to the harvest. Brent Wink in our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. Before we leave you here quickly, Scott, we've got the uh, tractor pulling Lublin tomorrow, right? That's right. Tractor pulling Lublin tomorrow and the uh, Fair Food Shindig up at the northern Wisconsin State uh, Fairgrounds in Chippewa Falls. That goes along with the car show. And that's all weekend, all right through weekend. Sunday. Noon to 8 p.m. and uh, the Loyal Car Show over at the Loyal City parking lot. No, oh, by the way, Clark County's True Colors program is still going on. The 2020 Harvest Full Moon Fall Tour uh, started the first, and that's running through October 31st. Great arts and crafts and everything all over the county. Follow the signs. And, and you, know, you follow the signs. I think you can get a map, too. Can't you download a map or something of where it is? I'm and, sure you could. Yeah. I, okay. So yeah. lots of things to do. Enjoy it. It's going to be probably a little rainy early tomorrow, but then later in the afternoon it should get better. And Sunday should be a dandy and back into the 70s. So, again, be careful though, this morning. There is fog in uh, parts of the listening area. 41 degrees, looking for 63 today. Have a great weekend. Wax 104.
I get